one man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi, it's Brian here, and uh, welcome on to today's show, and I'm joined by Rob. Welcome, Rob. Thank you. Hello. So, Rob, we are going to be talking about um, the challenges of doing a soap opera. Oh, my God, uh, yes. Of being a soap. and um, A a great challenge, by the way. Fantastic challenge. Indeed, indeed. And actually, I think people can sometimes... Look down their noses at soaps, can't they? There they, they, have been actors that have done that. Well, you know what? I actually know actors that say to me, you know what, Rob? I, I, I would never do a soap. Oh, I don't want to do a soap opera, they say. And I think, well, why not? Soap operas, mm. look, I tell you, soap operas, in my opinion, irrespective of what you think about them, soap operas are really good, well-written, well-produced social dramas. Um... You know, there are some soap operas that are on every day. And so what they're doing is they're filming five episodes a week. Um, you've got to be on the ball. You've got to be good at what you do, a good actor, uh, really professional, really nimble, really know what you're doing to get through that regime, to get through that that thing. I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. You know, the, the other thing, Rob, is, is uh, as an actor, you want to be multidisciplined. Yeah. And I think that soaps present a very particular challenge um, because you know you you don't have um, more often than not there's not a lot of rehearsal time. You're having to learn things very quickly. You're having to shoot it very quickly and get it right. Or, you know, and that that is a real skill, by the way, because you know the fact is that if you've got one take, you know it's like if you got one take. It, it's funny because uh, I had a student recently um, who completed the the program, and he said I, I've taken to doing doing this little exercise he said he's called it the deer hunter exercise and I thought this is quite a good exercise for anybody that's in a situation where you don't have you've only got one shot at doing it and he said that in deer hunting sometimes they go out hunting deer and they only put one bullet in the gun and they go out and they spend all day looking for that opportunity to shoot that one bullet he said that and so they take the time and they, they have to make sure that when they do decide to fire, it's the optimum, the best time to do it. And they've got to get it right. And if they fire the gun and they miss or whatever, that is it. That's over for the day and they leave. And he said, I've kind of done this with my He says, practicing um, my work. He says, you know, when I'm practicing a scene or a monologue, he said, sometimes I just basically say, I'm going to do it once today. And I'm not going to redo it. And I'm only going to do it once. And if it doesn't go well then I st- that's it for the day and I can only do it again tomorrow. I thought it's quite cool. It's quite a, a, an interesting concept because I think that in, on soaps you have that sort of predicament where you're not going to get loads of time to reshoot things. You've got that one chance or one opportunity you've got to execute. Well, it's a great analogy. That's a great analogy and it is like that uh, if we're going to use that. I mean, um, I'm... <laughs> It's an unfortunate analogy to use about deer hunting because I'm opposed to all forms of hunting. But but uh, so we're not we're not promoting deer hunting here by using this analogy, or I'm not anyway. But it's a good one to say. Uh, yeah, it, when you do a soap, you have only got the one bullet for yeah. each for each uh, scene you shoot, and um, uh, you know they will do a retake on soap operas. Of course they will. If it's necessary to do a retake, they'll do a retake, um, and they've got to do sometimes do reverse shots and things like that where you're going to. 
mm. you're going to have retakes anyway. Yeah. Um, but there's not there's not masses of time, and so that's a good way to look at it. Listen, I've got one bullet here. I've got to do this right first time. Learning the lines. Um, there's one uh, actor friend of mine who's who, who's in a very well-known soap opera uh, all the time as a full-time um, main guy in it, and the sheer volume of lines he has to learn on a daily basis. Uh, it's just, it's it, it's a bit like doing a play a day, yeah. And, and 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 the sheer volume of lines he has to has to learn. But I was speaking to him. He said, after a while, he said. It's it's nothing. He can read a script once and have the lines. Yeah, he can it's, do like, that it's that short, yeah. like short-term memory thing. And yeah. that was a friend of mine um, who, well, he he did. Um, it was a program called Soldier Soldiers. It was years ago now that he, I remember. Um, it. But you may remember it. Yeah. And um, it was all about the. Uh, it was all about soldiers. Surprise, surprise. And he was doing a regular spot on this program, and he said, Great. "I'll never forget." He says, "One of the first two or three days, he said we were on this uh, shoot, and he said I turned up. He said I'd learnt the lines for that day. He said I think we just got them yesterday. He said, and then I turned up. I said, you said I nailed them because I had this big paragraph. He said at the beginning, and." Um, he said, I got there, and then the, the writer and the, the director turned up and said, oh, we're not doing that anymore. Here's a new script. And they put in his hands, that moment, a new script. And he said, that paragraph at the beginning was completely changed. And he says, it was all soldier speak. You know, it's like there's a lot of ter- acting, um, sorry, soldier terminology. And we're shooting the scene in 40 minutes. Exactly. And yeah. he literally had to, and, yeah. and you know what, they had to do two or three takes on it. And they were getting a little bit ratty about the fact that, they had to retake or he had to, you know, he stumbled over our words here and there. So it just shows you the demands um, of of doing something like that. It, you know, you've got the technical demands, you've got the artistic demand, and it, it's a real discipline. And I think it's a great thing for actors to, to do and to be involved in. It's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity and certainly don't knock soap operas. I mean, soap, I mean, British soap operas and American soap operas, you know, they employ, they employ more actors on a weekly basis than any other in in television yeah. they employ they, they employ more actors on a weekly basis they're a really good source of work you get to work with some really professional actors seasoned yeah. professional actors you can learn so much as a young actor or, or or not necessarily a young actor but as a new actor in the business whatever age you are you can learn so much by by if you're lucky enough to get to work on a soap opera. I mean, they're difficult. You've got to go and audition first and you've got to pass the audition, you know, and there's a lot of competition as well. So if you go for the audition, you pass the audition, you're lucky enough to get the job, embrace it. Mm. Really, you know, be thankful for it. And uh, and, yeah. and I think people underestimate how difficult it is because mm. we've got the difficulty of learning lines and there's very little, if any, rehearsal. So, and um, being able yeah. to hit your marks. You no know, rehearsal. Yeah. No, and and so you're turning up and you're having to function and do all of these things, um, and do the technical aspects of yeah you've got to come in the room do this or you're, we're going to shoot here and you've got to look over there and do that all of these technical aspects as well as knowing the lines creating the character yeah they block it once just before you shoot the scene they block it once <clears throat> then they do it and as you've just and and so you've got to oh Jesus Christ yeah I've got to remember all that blocking I've got to hit that mark at that point mm. and I've got to get all the lines right and then this other actress who's a really famous actress you know say you're on EastEnders it's somebody like Babs Windsor and, and something ah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's what do you do yeah so the, the, that, and I think that's that's why it's really um, good to to do them you know yeah. to be involved if you like you say you get the opportunity yeah. 
you should grab it because um, it, it certainly challenges you as an actor in, in, in a different way than it would do from if you're going to do rehearse a play, you know, for yeah. where you have usually have the luxury of like four or five weeks rehearsal. Well, it's a different and then world. It's a different world. Yeah. But again, it's like there's all those different aspects of being an actor that um, that you need to get good at. And another thing, actually, that comes to mind, it's funny being in, um, in, in the studio do, recording this now, because it takes me back to the, the first times that I did some uh, voiceover work as well. Um, I know this is wandering off the topic of soaps, but no. I think it kind of is looking at the different disciplines as well as an yeah, actor yeah, you have yeah. to do. Yeah. Is that I remember, you know, sometimes you're given a, a voiceover that's just like a, a line or two, you know, and it's a commercial, whatever. There's other things that are like long voiceovers onto video or a radio broadcast. And I remember getting this, um, going into the studio and having to do this very long corporate speak. Um, text and it was like literally it was about 30 pages and it was just like page after page after page and even though you're sitting there and you're allowed to read it you have to read it well you know you have to be able to interpret that text and you've you've you don't you've never seen it before really you know you've seen it for the first time in that second yeah yeah and you have to interpret it and make it good and i think that sometimes um these things are presented uh, to us as actors that on the face of it, when you you say to somebody you're an actor or they think about actors, they might not think about some of the technical difficulties that have to be overcome. Um, soap is a good example, voiceovers, and tons of others that we could probably talk about. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah it's, it's, it's multi-disciplines, and you need all of these disciplines when you do a soap opera, of course. Yeah, it, it, it's very similar. You've, you, you've got the script. Um, you, you know, when you're a regular on a soap opera, you, you, you'll get the next day's script the night before, having just done a 12-hour stint filming, you know, and then, uh, and so you've got to learn the lines for the next day, the night before, and just go and do it, and uh, as you say, with no rehearsal, well, yeah, a little bit, you know, they'll, they'll do a blocking thing, yeah, and so you can... It's, you can have a little bit. Yeah, so, but, here's the thing, Rob, what do we, um, what do we think is important that you um, think about or prepare for when you're doing a soap? What would help you do a soap better? Well, I would, I, I would have said lines. I would have said just absolutely be on top of the lines, one hundred and twenty percent, be on top of the lines, 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 lines. Really be on top of them, one hundred and twenty percent, because there's no, there's not really any room for um, fluffing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and 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 not remembering. And the other thing is, if you know the lines, yeah. really, I mean, this seems obvious, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about because if you've got a short period to learn lines, mm-hmm. it can be challenging. Because the one thing you don't want to constantly be thinking about while you're doing it is, oh, what's the next line? But um, and no. that that is the challenge, though, in that in that sort of environment, isn't it? Because you have to do other things. Um, so I think line knowing being on top of the lines is absolutely key. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that that's the key thing for a soap, be on top of the lines. And also all of the other disciplines that we have as an actor, you know, or you know. I mean, well, an obvious one, turn up on time. Yeah. That's an obvious one because they work to a very very tight schedule. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. scene is shot between 7 minutes past 9 and 14 minutes past 9. Yeah. And you've got to get that scene in that. It's a very tight schedule and so uh, yeah, so be on time and learn your lines. <laughs> yeah, because time is money. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's an obvious thing, but I, well, you think it's obvious because, but if you are coming into the profession 
Um, some people may not know this, but it's, it's a, one of the unwritten rules that is taken very seriously about timekeeping because the, at the end of the day, in the acting industry, time can be money. You know, it's like, I always remember this story, um, Jack Nicholson, he was doing the, the Joker in the, the Batman film. And he turned up on set one day and all the crew were there and the rest of the cast and he, he stood up and he went, good morning, everyone. He said, uh, he says, another day, another $300,000. Is that what Jack said? Yeah. And he, he's obviously referring to his own wage, but it, it does remind you that if you're on something of that scale, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson is costing three hundred grand a day. It's like, so if you were to boil that down to per minute, it's like, how much is that? You know, somebody turns up late. It's like, how much did that just cost? Well, <laughs> in all honesty, I think that Jack Nicholson was on considerably more than that a day. Probably, um, be, be, probably. Be because because, because I, I heard, I don't know whether this is true. It doesn't matter what he's, it's none of my business what, what he gets. But I, I did hear somewhere, and if you're listening to this, Jack, I'm sorry if I'm wrong, <laughs> but... um. Uh, I heard somewhere that he made a hundred million dollars out of that movie. Wow! And he did two weeks' work on it. So, but 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 maybe maybe my figures there are slightly out. Well, yeah, but, 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 I mean, it's, you it, know, and yeah. um, maybe my figures slightly out. But yeah, I, yeah, I know it was yeah. a lot of money. A, yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> and he said another day, another lot of money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, you know, he, he was kind of a bit tongue in cheek, really, when he said that. I guess you know, a bit like me on a previous podcast when I was talking about the lifestyle and being picked up by limos it's a bit tongue in cheek it's a yeah, bit, it's, it's, it's it, bit tongue in cheek it does remind us though about yeah, the, the cost the impact yeah, yeah. Of, of being late and why it's not tolerated is is very important um, but actually you, you, you know as you mm. said that something came to my mind which is about the fact is that in these situations where it's highly pressurised the director is under a lot of pressure. Yeah. The camera crew are under a lot of pressure because they've got to shoot things quickly and, and get things done. Is that um, you have to be easy to work with. I think that if you go in there and you're a pain in the neck um, or you're difficult to work with, and um, then then actually, well, two reasons. One, they won't cast you again or they won't want to work with you. Or B, you might get sacked You know, while you're doing it. If you do what? You, if, well, if, if you, you go on there and you're difficult to work with, oh, if you're diff- yeah, diff- people you know, difficult to work if with. If you. you go on there and you, yeah. you, you're a diva or you're you're a pain in the ass, as the Americans no, would say. No, you, you must be um, you must be pleasant, amiable, easy to work with, adaptable. And don't be a diva. Just get the job done. done. What's right? the point in being a diva? But, you You've know, got nothing to be a diva about. It does happen, though, Rob. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, there's some people that you know that think they're they're so special. Yeah, that they they can cause a bit of a fuss about nothing, and it's going to be all right. But actually, what they're doing is cutting their own throats. Well, you know what? If you go in on a previous podcast, we talked about intention, and if you go in um, with the intention of just doing good work, and uh, yeah, and and, and 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 yeah, just doing good work. Then you're not going to be a diva because your you, your attention is on doing good work. Yeah, and your attention isn't on me, me, me. Yeah, and so yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. very important. And and to remember that the the director, the crew, they have all they're under pressure. They've got a lot of job you know jobs to be getting on with and doing. And they're thinking about lots of other things. In fact, um, there was I met a casting director recently who was working with a, a very famous director, and. Um, he asked him, he said, what's it like being a director? And he said, it's like being at a rave, he said, where everyone wants to speak to you. And I thought, 
that's a really cool sort of way of describing it because it's like everybody's you know in productions and stuff like that very you know they're under tension they're all hyped up and there's like uh you know a real drive to get thing this done that done um and so you got to remember that the people that you're working with are under pressure are not just to do one job but maybe lots of jobs and you're coming in as an actor the last thing you want to do is become a problem for those people and so you have to remember that when you're going into a soap or any job, that you're going in to solve a problem, not create them, and to make it life as easy as possible. And you're right, just be professional, do the job, and get it done. And, 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 and with the intention of doing good work. And, mm. and yeah, and so if you do that, you're not going to be a diva, and you're going to be doing the job right, and, and, and everything's going to be good. And, uh, you know, it's all right sort of um, having a laugh. Mm. But at the same time oh yeah it should be enjoyable you know it's like um, but there's a difference be you know there's some people that are you know being serious and being solemn are two different things I think because I think that you can have serious fun you know Daniel Day-Lewis describes it as as work as serious fun he said I have fun doing it he says creating characters being on set filming is fun to me he says demanding and he says I take it seriously and I, I get that. And I think there's a difference between being solemn, you know, where it's like somebody's been miserable. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, that's no fun to be around. And, and actually, you know, you're doing something you enjoy, so why would you? So, um, but yeah, important distinction. Yeah, absolutely. But um, so soap operas, um, you know, don't, as some actors I know do, don't knock them. Nope. Uh, because they're very good dramas. Um, they're a great source of work for actors. Good credit to get on the CV. A, a great credit to get on the CV, yeah. And uh, you know what? They re-employ as yeah. well. Um, yeah, which know. is which is important, yeah. right? Because um, that's a that's a great source. Um, and I it's talk- great experience. And it's great experience. It's you know to uh, to work at that pace and to work at that level mm. and at that pace and to. Uh, and I think the CV thing is important because, um, especially, you know, starting out, is that, you know, people will want to see professional credits. And um, when they're looking at CV and they see something they recognise, i.e. a soap, then that is the seal, of, 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 really a seal of approval, you know, is the fact is, that, well, you've been good enough to be employed on this demanding environment and you've done the job, great, good, good credit for the CV. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. I think we've covered um, soaps, Rob. Uh, yeah, we've, we, 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 we've touched on it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, see you on the next one. Cheers. You've been listening to Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For a full transcript of today's show, go to www.worldofacting.com. We'll see you next time.